Welcome back, everyone, to Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And today we're previewing Vikings versus Bears Week 18 matchup. Um, <clears throat> for the most part, uh, a relatively meaningless game. Wouldn't you guys say? Definitely. Yes. Um, I mean, there was even consideration of starters not even playing it sounds like koc is gonna have his starters play stupid we were saying at the end of the packer episode uh that we feel that they should not play i still stand by that for the most part i mean i kind i if you i can see koc's um his reasoning just in the sense of like Technically, it is still possible to get that two seed, although incredibly unlikely. Yeah. Because um, the situation being, we could get the two if San Francisco loses to Arizona and we beat the Bears. One of those two things is more likely than the other. <laughs> yeah. But I guess I could understand KOC probably would get a lot of heat if he, you know, rested everyone, the 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 Bears' second team beats your second team, and for whatever reason, the Niners lose to the Cardinals. Um, KOC, I think, would get a lot of heat for that. Yeah. No, it's also interesting because the Niners are still playing for the one seed. I know. So it's like they're not going to take it easy by any means. Heck, and the, the Eagles, again, although unlikely, could potentially be the five seed at the end mm-hmm. of week 18 so if they lose to i think i, don't, I can't remember who they're playing giants York. oh that's right and the giants literally have nothing to play for they are locked in at the six that will not change no matter what games occur um but yeah if the eagles were to lose to the giants and what is it if they and then the cowboys win mm-hmm. that would bring dallas to i think the two yep yeah could Dallas, Dallas get the, the chance could, of the one seed? So Dallas yeah. could get the one if San Fran lost. Yes. Yeah. That's wild. See, this is why I love week 18. <laughs> so many things are still, obviously we have a lot of things, like some things locked up, <clears throat> but for the, like, there's still a lot of seeding. There's a lot, matches. yeah. Definitely a lot of situation, especially with the seven. Yep, we still have three teams fighting for the seven seed. Yeah, I that was I had a question. It sounds like Matthew Stafford is going to play for the Rams against Seattle. Really? Yep. He's going to do it for Detroit. He's going to do it for Detroit. He wants Detroit in. That's 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 pretty funny. Um, yeah, that is. We didn't talk too much because I don't think we knew at this point, um, or maybe maybe we did. I can't remember now. But the NFL Network and the 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 media, whoever you want to call it are obsessed with the idea of Green Bay Mm. getting into the playoffs as that seven seed. And the reason I say that is not because, you know, we're anti-Green Bay and there are rivals. I'm sure there's some bias to it as well. But the fact that Detroit could know by the start of their game whether or not they are eliminated from playoff contention when you could have had both teams play at the same time and avoid that is Mm -hmm. the reason I say – 
the NFL is biased towards Green Bay. Because like, even though Dan Campbell's team, I think is very hoorah-rah, um, from a mental standpoint, I can't imagine all of a sudden going into Sunday being like, all right, we win. We know Seattle has to lose, but if we win, we're in. And then three hours before game time, they say, hey, guess what? Seattle won. You guys are officially eliminated. Like the mental toll that will take is, is in my opinion, just straight up unfair. Oh, yeah. 100%. But think how much 100%. harder they'll play if they see Seattle lose. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, I guess people could spin it saying it's unfair for Green Bay. But Green Bay, no matter what, knows if they win. Yeah. So it makes no difference how hard Detroit plays. They have to do their job. Whereas Detroit could do their job and it still not be enough. Yeah, that is true. But <clears throat> yeah, since so you guys had mentioned um, all the different seven seed potentials. So the Vikings, I broke it down and correct me if I'm wrong, could play one of four different teams. Um, the most likely being were the three, the Giants or the six. Mm-hmm. But we do have potential of either versing as a two seed, the Seahawks, the Lions, or the Packers. Just for your for your opinion, what would be your order of most um, preferred playoff team you'd like to see in, in, in the first round? Um, I think out of those four teams, I'd want to see Seattle the most. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't trust Geno Smith. Their team as a whole doesn't really impress me that much. You're going to be at home. So I think that would be an easy win. Um, and then it would go uh, – that's tough. I, I think then it would go New York with the Giants. Um, you beat them a couple weeks ago. But they're, they're a good team. They're, they, they've they played well. Um, and then it would go Green Bay. And then I think the worst opponent, I would not want to play Detroit. Um Green Bay, I think at home again, coming off. I know we just played, we were just flat against them last week, but that was their Super Bowl. I think we would play pretty well against them. Um, but Detroit, I don't want to have to play Detroit at all again this year. I would agree with that same order. Oh, really? Seattle, New York, and then the other two, yeah. Detroit, Detroit. Green Bay, Detroit. Because I don't, I think, I don't know. I know it sounds like just bias and wanting an excuse but like we i feel like we would beat green bay at home and but like detroit does kind of scare me but i still think we beat any of those teams at home yeah especially seattle or new york hopefully knock on wood no i i would probably agree also with that same same ranking i i think we obviously haven't played Seattle yet. Um, and even though, you know, we beat New York by a uh, uh, game-winning Hail Mary field goal, mm-hmm. I felt like for the most part, <clears throat> we played a pretty good game against them. Um, and I don't know. I, I really just, I do like that we have for sure one home playoff game. Because mm-hmm. I think we just have more confidence. I think our fans provide sort of that 12th man um, hype. So I I think we could beat any of those four teams that I said at home, especially. Um, but yeah, it, it is interesting. Like, would you be kicking yourself if uh, say 
you know, San Fran loses, we beat the Bears, and then and then uh, Green Bay beats Detroit, and all of a sudden, once again, we have to play the Packers as at home. <laughs> no, I'd way rather play the Packers and be the two seed than play the Giants and be the three seed. Okay, like, I, I, I think some some though might disagree, but I I, yeah. I I I I get that more opportunity to play at home uh, for a longer Someone period said, of time. Someone said that Green Bay was the team to beat in the whole NFL. Saying like they're they have the best shot at the Super Bowl. I was like, dude, they've won four games against. I mean, our teams. the the win against us was undoubtedly their most impressive win. I mean, yeah. they thumped us hard, and we're twelve and four. So, yeah, I think the hype is still a bit too much. Um. And you said who? Oh, oh, Seattle plays the Rams. Yeah, so that will be yeah. Matt Stafford helps his team out. That'd be that's a I like that narrative, that storyline. Um, okay, let's see. you guys do predictions for the the starters. Yeah, cool. Let's run through those, and then we can kind of talk as we go. So, um, last week. We were pretty much off on everything. Andrew, you were spot on again with your Hawkinson prediction. You predicted 59 receiving yards, and he had 59 receiving yards. Wow. That's awesome. Um, no, it's not. It's not awesome. It's not cool. These predictions are stupid. <laughs> the only prediction that matters is wins and losses, and I'm destroying. Mm, yeah, okay. One time this year, one time this year, I trusted my gut, and I was wrong, and that was last week against Green Bay. I did not. Tr- I did not go with my gut against the Lions. I should have. I should have, but I didn't. Only time this year was Green Bay. One time. I've been wrong one time. So you you had us losing to Cowboys. I, just, I had us what? I think you had us beating the Cowboys. No, I did not. I had us losing to the Cowboys. Oh. Listen. Anyway, yeah, I think we'll move on. From, this we'll, year. we'll we'll change this up for next year, but. Just had to quick share that that Andrew was spot on with that. Other than that, everyone lost points pretty much. Because yeah, what calculating points for Thielen sixteen yards is <laughs> stupid. So, so dumb. But, um, yep. Going into the final week, Andrew pretty much will lock it in. He he's at four hundred five. I'm at three ninety four. Hayes, you're at three sixty four. So Hayes, you suck at this. Hayes, that's Ooh. pretty bad, buddy. Let's go. Um, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. I have fourteen and two. Okay, I have thrown for two fifty-eight and two touchdowns. Screw it. Give me three thirty and three. Whoa! (laughs) I have three fifty and three. Yes. Yes. Three fifty in Soldier Field. Yes. That defense is not what it used to be. Matt Eber clown is the head coach. Um, and they Chicago Chicago wants to lose. The they these want games. the first overall pick. Yes, one hundred percent. They are going oh, to. That's lose. why they're playing Nathan Peterman. Like, Nathan Peterman's career stats: three touchdowns to go along with thirteen interceptions. <laughs> he had a game where he threw five picks in the first half. There is zero reason for us to lose this game. Zero. They won't. They, Chicago they wants Mullins. They'd win. Okay. Let's hope. I hope you're right. I hope you know. Finish thirteen and four oh. on a high note. Oh, I have them winning by a lot. Okay. All right. Um, Dalvin Cook, I have 83 rushing yards and a touchdown. Hayes? I have 50 yards. Andrew, 50? 
Yes. You said 83 in a tutty? Yep. I got 80 in a tutty. All right. Andrew, only 50. Yeah. That's fair. Understandable. Um, Justin Jefferson, 128 and a tutty. I got one. Wait. 160 and a touchdown. I have 200 yards and two touchdowns. <laughs> so go big or go home. Yeah, Andrew's just saying I'm gonna I'm gonna screw. Andrew doesn't realize you're close to him in predictions, yep. so he's saying I'm gonna screw over my entire year of predicting well in a Week 18 game against Chicago, and I'm gonna finish in second. Woo! Love it. Love these predictions, Bub. Big bad feel on 46 yards. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, I have 30 yards. Hayes. Uh, for Thielen, I think I got 75 and a touchdown. Oh, <laughs> the best game of the season for Thielen. Yeah, give me like 12 receptions, too. <laughs> uh, TJ Hawkinson, 66 yards and a touchdown. 61 yards and a touchdown. 70 yards and a touchdown. Ooh. Uh, Greg Deleg, two for two from field goals, three for three for extra points. He is back to being... His perfect self. Um, I have him going three for three for extra points and one for one on field goals. So that's I have four for four extra points, one for one on field goals. Um, I have Jordan Hicks with eight tackles, being our leading tackler. Uh, I, have, I also have Hicks. I have ten Hicks with eight. Um, my sack leader, DJ Wanham, one and a half. I also have Wanham with two. Oh, wow. If you remember last year, he had about eight sacks on the year and about five came against Detroit or uh, Chicago. I did not know that, but I'm glad my prediction has some weight to it. I also hate Daniel Hunter and Zedaria Smith. Okay. No, we don't hate them. Hayes, who's your sack person? Um, Hunter with two. Wow. Um, all right, Gamble. I have, so this is the reason I have low numbers offensively. Vikes are up 20 plus at the half. Kirk and the starters will play the opening drive of the second half. They're the Vikings opening drive of the second half. And then we will see Nick Mullins and the second team for the rest of the game. Is that a good gamble? Mm -hmm. I have Justin Jefferson breaking the receiving record in the first half. Oh. <laughs> doesn't he? Oh, I guess, you know, he doesn't need more than 200. Hayes? I have Je Justin Jefferson breaking the all-time receiving yards record. And I don't know. Um, what else? Is no, gonna do? You can throw in, say, the uh, reception record as yeah, well. He's not going to get 20 receptions. But... <laughs> he legit need like 25. He, uh, he breaks the all-time receiving record, and he breaks 2K. So can I just say JJ breaks 2K? Sure. All right. Nice. Predictions are locked in. Um, 
yeah, <clears throat> mainly there's no reason that we should lose this game despite us having a notoriously bad record at Soldier Field. We have won the last two meetings in Soldier Field. We won 17 to nine last year. Um, and then also in 2020, I don't remember what that score was. Um, I think it was low scoring as well. Okay. Or, I mean, that's a thing. A we tip, it's typically low scoring in Soldier Field. Um, but sure enough, the last time Chicago was this bad, was in 2016, they were 3-13, and 13, and one of their three wins came against the Vikings at Soldier Field. So, I don't, I mean, that's two very different teams. That was at the way beginning of the season, or middle of the season. This is at the end. Um, but I was just curious, when was the last time Chicago was this bad, and it was 2016. So, um, yeah, I think this should be a definite win. Uh, Starters or no starters. Um, do you think there's anyone we should sit no matter what? Like they just should not go out and play this final week 18 and just give them kind of a, a first round buy physically. Um, I mean, I think everyone should sit, but like, I guess, I don't know. Dareshaw, maybe. You okay. Sit Kirk Cousins, you should sit everyone, but. I can't think of just one player. Yeah. I was thinking Smith and Darasaw. I wrote both Zadarius Smith and Christian Darasaw. I think we should sit no matter what, just because the, especially with the scariness of the O-line going into the playoffs, the last thing you want is undoubtedly your best uh, offensive tackle to have another head issue and get concussed and have to go through protocol again and potentially not have them in, in the first round of the playoffs. So I think mm -hmm. Christian Darasaw should sit no matter what. Just sit the defense, the entire defense. <laughs> they need a week off. Um, and just see see what happens. See, sit Donatel. Um, don't even bring him along. And honestly, see what happens. Like, I don't understand why you can't. Why can't you have Mike Petten or whatever his name is? One game. Against the – who, who is Mike Pettent? I don't know what he is. Some defensive guy who can call plays, who's done it in the past, and they won't give him a shot. If if Nathan Peterman throws for more than a touchdown against this defense, he has to be fired before the playoffs. He's Nathan Peterman, I kid you not, the worst quarterback in the history of the NFL. Three touchdowns go along with 13 interceptions. He threw five picks in one half. He sucks. He's like, he's unbelievably terrible. And you're going up against him. You're the worst has, defense in the league. Has he played at all this season? I don't think he's played at all this. He's, he's the third string because Justin Fields was out for a little bit and he didn't start. I don't know who they're, I don't know where that guy went. Oh, hey. He, uh, he threw a pass against the Bills on Christmas Eve. On, on Thanksgiving, you mean? What, what do you do? No, on Christmas Eve. This Bills year. played. Didn't they play the Dolphins? No. no. Bills, Bills, Bears, Christmas Eve. The Bills won 35-13. Oh, I don't remember that at all. And Nathan Peterman went three for five with an interception. Yep, not oh. surprising. He is guaranteed to throw a pick. 
Wow. Yeah. No, that's um, I, <clears throat> horrible numbers. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, if Ed Donatel is unable to beat just the, the bears are also, I guess actually no with fields, they're a pretty good offense. Why is fields not playing just hurt his hip or something? Oh, okay. It should be an easy win. Should be an easy game. <laughs> like you have a team that doesn't want to win. You are a good football team. Um, you do, you are still playing for something. One thing that we should remind ourselves is KOC or a uh, quasi called this season, a competitive rebuild. And I know we all predicted like to like, you know, anywhere from 11 to 13 wins, which I'm excited to play back that first episode. Cause everyone was, Everyone that I spoke to is like, ooh, that seems very bold and optimistic. But, hey, we know our team. We know our That's team. True. So, I feel, I'll be honest, I feel really good about, about the week one playoff game. I will be nervous no matter who we play in the week two. Um, just, I, I don't know. I just, Even I get nervous. play Green Bay at home. I mean, obviously Impossible. you're nervous, but. Yeah impossible can't play green bay at home in, in the division round that is true yeah you can well not impossible, in the division round impossible cannot happen oh yeah you can, you have to yeah sorry i'm an idiot. if if we see green bay it will either be round one or to go to the super bowl now i cannot wait to play tom brady at home in round two <laughs> would is that would that be the only no I you play like... dallas too okay play san francisco Okay, so it's just literally we would not play Green Bay. You can't play Green Bay or, or whoever the seven seed. Or whoever is the one seed. Is. You cannot play the one seed. Or you cannot play the seven seed. That's the only scenario. Okay, and we have no idea yet what day we play. Correct? Is there any speculation as to what day or time? I guess you could look back on last year. <laughs> what the three and the six? When did they play? I think they played Saturday last year. Um, they usually put the four or five game. I know they start doing Monday night playoff games, which are disgusting. I think I saw it was three, two or three Saturday, two or three Sunday, and then one Monday. Yeah, gross. I hope we're not the Monday game. I um, same. I don't want to wait a whole weekend. No, that'd just be stupid. I'd like to be the Saturday. Yeah, I'd like to be the Saturday game too. It gives you more time than the next week. But no, I've, I've no, I don't even know. They won't release that. I assume until next week and who knows they've talked about pushing the playoffs back so i don't know i don't, I don't know exactly because of what happened with um hamlin Lamar hamlin but apparently yeah they've talked i don't see that happening but that's been talk no have way they they're gonna allow there no way other teams are gonna mm -hmm. have they said what they're gonna do with that game I don't know. I guess maybe just suspend it and give it a tie for the teams, I guess. Other talk, but it's very it's horrible what happened, but it's also like, my goodness, you look at teams like the Ravens and they were fighting for a division, you call that a tie, and there goes their chance at being a division winner. It affects mm -hmm. <laughs> affects a lot of teams when you don't play that game, but obviously you gotta take into account what happened. Yeah. No, yeah, and the I mean the fact that he was not breathing at one point, like on the field. That's what's, I think, so. It seems like he's doing a lot better, though. That's what I've read. The updates have, have been positive. Yeah. So that is good. Um, 
we'll we'll transition from that unfortunate news. Two games on Saturday, three on Sunday, one on Monday. Ninety five percent sure. I knew it was it was Rams versus the Cardinals. I'm pretty sure that was a night game on Monday night. And I want to say that was the four versus the five. Okay. I'm not. It could have been the three versus six though too. Um. So. The Bengals and the Raiders played the first game on Saturday. Then it was Bills Patriots, which was a blowout. Then Sunday it went Eagles Bucks, Niners Cowboys Steelers Chiefs, and then Cardinals Rams was the Monday night. Cardinals Rams, yeah, and that was the four seeded Cardinal four seeded Rams against the five seeded Cardinals. Sounds right. I don't know if they'll keep that same schedule, which would then mean you're like the Sunday afternoon, like three o'clock game. If you're, I'll, I'll take that. I guess that wouldn't be terrible. Um, well, wasn't Raiders the three six? Yes, but that's AFC. I don't know if they if they switch it. I think they do switch it though every year. Maybe so. Maybe it'll be know. the first game on Saturday. I mean, That'd be great. I feel like the, they're gonna also pick by what teams are gonna be more enticing to watch. And oh, and, and I think play, a good thing for us. Playoff, I don't think people really care about the Vikings Giants round one playoff game. So we maybe, should then maybe, huh? Then maybe we'll be a noon game. Maybe we get yeah. lucky. Sunday at noon. That would Sunday be at twelve, please. Unbelievable. Sunday noon home game. Kirk Cousins will break the passing record for the playoff game. Um nope. Yeah. So I mean, hey, I'm fine with being seen as underdogs or disrespected or I mean it's annoying to to an extent, without a doubt, because we still have twelve wins. Um and it seems like, again, this year is the first year that people are talking about point differential every single week. Um, and we obviously have a negative point differential. Um, but, and I think this is talked about even less, we are the best team in the NFL in points in the fourth quarter. Quarter? Quarter. And I mean, I guess... And, and it's not, you know, it's not just because we're getting blown out and we're throwing a bunch of like garbage points. I mean, that happened last week, but we are scoring when it matters. Um, we are winning games really, truly when it matters. I mean, if it's a close game in the fourth quarter, I feel good because this team will win. <laughs> yeah, I feel good. I feel comfortable. It's, it's just a matter of if it's close or not in that quarter. Uh, and you kind of know. Because you knew at halftime of Dallas, you knew at halftime of Philly, and you knew at halftime of Green Bay that we weren't going to win that game. It was just something about it. And I know about the Colts, but it was – I think the difference with, with the Colts was you were at home. You yeah. Know, and I know you – and they're just such a horrible team. And you had moments in that game where you were kind of moving the ball well. And it was like, sort of – it was sort of a weird game where it's like the Colts offensively were not destroying you in that game. No. Green Bay was destroying you offensively. Um, not really. Well, I, I guess, yeah. Well – they had a pick rushing return attack and good. a kickoff return. The uh, rushing attack was good. Rushing attack was okay, good. Okay, maybe Green Bay wasn't destroying you offensively, but nothing was going your way in that first half. Well, yeah, it's obvious. Goals. They nail a 57-yarder. You have two interceptions, a pick six, a kickoff return. Philadelphia, they were, Jalen Hurts already had two rushing touchdowns in the first half of that game. And I, I guess I would agree with Hayes. It's not like we were making any stops on defense after the first quarter. I mean, you, you had the, the blocked punt and then – the sack on fourth down, but then I don't think they punted for the rest of the game. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, that would not surprise me. 
maybe maybe in that maybe few last few minutes of the fourth quarter but um and you look I at did it see, um Jonathan Bullard is back to practice but in 11 games with him on the field that we've allowed a 111 rushing yards and without him we've allowed like 150 mhm so that's i mean that's, that's, that's like a player you don't really think about but obviously there's some difference he makes he's a big guy in the center of your defensive line yeah the nfc is weird because i don't trust philadelphia i don't trust dallas what do you what do you mean by don't trust i don't trust that they're as good as people as people are saying i don't i don't believe that you don't fear them i don't fear them i don't fear dallas with dak prescott and how they're how they were top of the league for the first 10 weeks getting at the quarterback and they've been they can't do that anymore Dak Prescott's turning the ball over at a disgusting disgusting rate um their rushing attack isn't as feared as it was um Philadelphia's banged up Jalen Hurts who knows if he'll play this week and if he's not healthy that team clearly is not very good Mm -hmm. um Tom Brady if he plays I guess like he did last week sure but you're going to be at home when you face him um the new york eh. first year head coach daniel jones yeah not really feared it just there isn't really a team in the nfc san francisco got exposed last week that is that we couldn't beat if we play the way we've played but if you play last week there's not a team in the nfl you would you would beat so yeah no and i i made this note and we've been saying it all year um you know, I think we truly can beat any team. Uh, well, I guess we'll focus on the NFC. We can definitely beat any team in the NFC on any given day. And again, we can also probably lose to any team in the NFC on any given day. Um, I do think, though, and maybe this is slightly disrespectful to the Jets, though, they would probably th- say the same thing about us. I think if you can play at least at like a B plus, A minus level, that should be enough to beat the Giants. Um, I don't think you need to play a perfect game. We haven't yet. We've played a few perfect quarters, a few perfect halves. Um, so I think if you can put together like, you know, very close to like a a really, really good game, you should be able to beat the giants. I guess I'm, I'm jumping ahead. We're no longer even talking about the bears game, but you you should be able to then beat the giants at home. Um, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's it's gonna be your first. It's gonna be the second playoff game at the bank ever. The first since 2017. It's gonna be almost six years or five years since the last time you played at home in a playoff game. So that place is gonna be. And what happened the last time? Last time, Minneapolis Miracle. So there's good mojo, good 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 stuff at US Bank. We are undefeated in the playoffs at US Bank. One and zero. Yeah, we yeah. We are like two, two I guess one not. in like the last 15 years at home playoff games. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say even indoors because, I mean, we beat the Saints inside and then lost to San Fran outside. But, um, yeah. Okay. You guys Just, have any, anything to say about back to the Bears? No, I don't care about the Bears game at all. <laughs> Literally, like, just put it into the wild card round, please. Like, I'm gonna be nervous that whole week. So dumb. I'm gonna be nervous so much that day. Playing. I just want to know 
what time it's at. Just want to be watching it. Well, you are you for sure not going to be having to work at the cookie factory? Oh, I already got it all figured out if I have to. I got someone to cover for me. So. Oh, okay. Legit, I've literally figured that out. I told someone, I said, if I'm working a Saturday, you're covering it. So. And he said yes? Yep. Good. That's good. I'll probably, I'll most likely make my way to you guys for the playoff game. Good. Most likely? Well, I, I will. I'll be there. Hey, did our shirts come? Uh, it's out for delivery. Yeah, it's out for delivery. Projected to get, my hat's projected to get here on on January eighteenth. So yeah, two just weeks, switch with dad. Two yeah. weeks late. I I don't think he realizes. I bet if he looks at when his is supposed to be delivered, he still thinks. Because when you ordered it, it said no. It will arrive before January sixth, and I think that's what he's still thinking. It's gonna. Uh. It's not gonna arrive today. It's gonna be the eighteenth, like mine is, because we ordered it the same day. So that's how you gotta order it from Fanatics. Okay, or fanatics just, or in person. a one-day delivery, like you've said. It said January sixth. It's gonna come on the twentieth, probably. So, well, fingers crossed, because that long sleeve is sick. It literally says out oh, for delivery. Good. So does mine. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It says on out what? for delivery, and apparently, it's going to take two weeks to be delivered, which makes it's sense better. because they're delivering it apparently across. They're rowing it across the Atlantic. Oh, that's good. That's just not accurate. That hey, is a it, fake. It, so it could be news. here in like two two Canon. hours. Fake news. It literally Andrew. says arrived at Anoka. If really, it's, it's if it's here, if it's here before you guys leave, bring it. Uh, once I get that Venmo, buddy, it's not yours till I get that Venmo, right? <laughs> what is it again? Forty five. Yeah, that's probably five dollar tip. Forty five is no, no tip. Well, they're charging forty dollars for the short sleeve. Yeah, the long $40 sleeve for... short sleeve Concord North shirt. Yeah, no thanks. Ours is way cooler. Blech. I'll pay five more dollars for longer sleeves. Same. Alrighty, let's close this bad boy out. And yeah, this is Meet at the Quarterback, a Minnesota Vikings podcast. My name is Harrison. I'm Hayes. I'm Andrew. And Skull, baby, Skull.